Welcome, welcome in the Good Company podcast. Uh, Anna Malus Kitzman here. I'm so excited for today's conversation. <laughs> I am so honored uh, to have as my guest today uh, Tracy Miner. She is a founder of uh, uh, City Cricket uh, Healing. Um, uh, healing practice. You are a, a healing um, energy worker, mm-hmm. and through your uh, practice, you help your clients to live better life, to heal, to connect with their soul, with their body, to heal their soul, their bodies. Um, so um, I'm just so excited to to talk to you, Tracy, today, especially about pranic healing, which is one of your practices. You are using in um in your um in your practice so mm-hmm. welcome thanks thanks and i'm so happy to be here perfect i did i miss anything i know you have bachelor's degree in psychology you has your you have your master in uh consoling people uh and clients and you have over 30 years 20 30 30 years i think of experience yeah. in the area Mm-hmm. But let's start from the beginning. I'm very interesting because I know, uh, you know, I know you um, as we work together and um, did together pranic healing, uh, which is amazing. And we, as I mentioned, we'll be talking about. But I would love to know the part of the story um, when you, from your, you know, corporate more um, more corporate job, decided to open. Uh, city cricket uh, healing and and start this energy work and this type of work with people and and serving people that way. Okay, well, it was a journey. Um, <laughs> I, did, I, I knew. Um, let's see. I was. I became interested in human behavior, kind of obsessed with human behavior. Actually, in high school, um, I had my first psychology class, and I was like, "Whoa, this is what I want to do." So. Um, I became interested then and actually did a few experiments um, in that year in high school. I remember um, thinking, I feel like I don't want to go to school. Like I do, I'm not excited to go to school. And I was feeling like kind of blah, um, maybe a little depressive. I wasn't depressed, but just feeling down, a little down and bored. Yeah. And so it, this must have, I don't remember how I came to this, if it was on my own or if it was something I was learning in my but I decided to just try to change my mindset and see how that works. Like I decided I'm going to be, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to be happy to go to school and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm really excited to go to school. So, you know, this is a teenage brain coming up with this and, um, I'm going to, I'm going to love this day. And so I started doing that and I was like, holy shit. I just recognized like in a matter of days, like I'm, happy again. I'm excited again. I noticed like this, um, resurgence of energy again. So I think that really got me hooked even more so in human behavior. Cause I was studying it in that psych class. And then I was experimenting with a couple of things on my own. And so that's how I got hooked. So I, I majored in psychology and, um, went on to get my master's and I learned in undergrad, I wanted to focus on, how stress affect affected stress in the workplace and stress in your environment, how that affected your health specifically. Uh-huh. So I went into corporate wellness and I um, always believed, I always had the theory that spirit, mind, body were, were very important. Like those three areas, spirit, mind, body, that makes up the total wellness of a person. 
Mm-hmm. And, but when you're in the corporate world, like people don't look too kindly on the spirit part. They're like, well, that, you know, spirit means God and we don't talk about God in the workplace. So yeah, yeah. You know, mind, body, mind, body, mind, body. So I always knew in the background, like there's the spirit component to it, but I personally wasn't super connected to that. And my work was just mind body. So I got really good and well-versed and educated on mindset and on body stuff. So, and pretty traditional body stuff, like exercise, yoga. I got into yoga um, when I was in grad school and still practice that. Um, But pretty traditional stuff. I mean, yoga wasn't traditional in the early nineties. <laughs> I mean, it, what, what, of course yoga is traditional. It's been yeah, like not the mainstream is what yeah. I mean. Okay, what if people thought I was weird for doing yoga in 1992? Um, but that was as out there as I got at that point. And so I was in the corporate world for I I don't know 25 plus years doing that kind of stuff. And I remember a mentor of mine, she was my boss for about 10 years. And actually we had lunch this week. She's still a very dear friend. And I remember her saying to me, I was just telling her this over lunch. I remember her saying, Tracy, you have to address the spirit side. Like, I know you believe in spirit, mind, body, but you've done nothing with the spirit. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. I believe that's important, but that's all I was doing. I wasn't real. I wasn't into yeah, it in any way. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I grew up going to church. I grew up in a conservative Christian environment and community and it didn't resonate for me, but I didn't know what else spirit meant. I knew what it didn't. I knew what I didn't resonate with. Um, I knew in yoga, I had been in different yoga practices in different States that I lived in that dealt delved into the spirit. And those were the kind of classes that I like where we got into meditation and we got into the spiritual studies. So I was resonating with that a little bit. Um, But then fast forward, I did corporate wellness. I was in the corporate world, doing the corporate thing, wearing the suits, you know, being in important business meetings and, you know, doing data design and looking at numbers and population health management and all that stuff. And then my, I got autoimmune disease. My kids got sick. I have two kids. They're 16 and 23 now. So this is when they were very young. Um, my daughter always struggled with, um, illness, um, from the time she was born. So my kids got increasingly very sick. And so did I, and I ended up leaving the corporate world because uh, we were just all sick. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't function anymore. Um, Mm-hmm. So the autoimmune disease really got me down and come to find out, I mean, my son struggled with um, mental illness and health problems. And my daughter was diagnosed with um, a serious autoimmune disease called pandas. Um, so it, I was on a journey to kind of fix all of us because I thought fixing yeah, we're identified as a fixer back then. And so, you know, I saw it as my job as a good fixer, a good problem solver, a good mom. I was just going to quit my job and make this my job and fix it all. Mm-hmm. And that started my spiritual journey because all of the, like all of the, um, human things were not working. Like the doctors were not helping. The meds were not helping. It got pretty bad. I mean, when you have sick kids, you feel so helpless as a person. And then I just had no internal, I shouldn't say no, I had a lot of internal resources. Um, 
but health wise, my health was slipping. And so I was not feeling or functioning my best because of my health. Yeah. So that's when I just turned to the spiritual side and um, began this spiritual journey into energy. And I, I have tried all sorts of things and there is nothing too weird or out there for me to try. I'm interested in learning everything and trying everything and experimenting. So I was very open-minded and have just really since then, well, I found answers there. Like, yeah. I found health and yeah. healing there. Yeah. When I wasn't able to find it, it, you know, the, the mindset definitely helps. It's definitely important. And the body is definitely important. We did eventually find functional medicine doctors that helped us tremendously. So that is all very important, but the spirit aspect and my spiritual development and some of the more esoteric healings that I've done, I believe are what has helped contribute to all of our healing. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you now and how are your kids? Are you guys better? Yeah, so much better. I mean, I'm well enough to start a business a couple of years ago, which I was not, um, I would not have been able to do that for many years. And um, my son's 23. He lives on his own. He's adulting and doing so much better. Um, my daughter is 16. And, you know, she started two years ago. Um, she just took over her health. Um, she one morning she got up and needed to take her supplements. And we were on, I mean, we were working with a functional medicine doctor, but we were very heal the body oriented, even with working with that doctor, you know, we were still doing PEMF and red light therapy and, um, you know, sauna, some more non-traditional healing, yeah. but body healing. And one morning she just started getting on her, um, supplements and she couldn't take them anymore. And I remember she like put her hand up, like in a stop, you know, put her hand up in front of me, like stop. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. And it just, it hit me on a spiritual level. Like I knew, she, I knew on one level, she was saying, I can't take these. Cause she was gagging and puking on her supplements. She literally could not swallow them anymore. Yeah. And so I knew she meant it on the physical level, but I felt it on a different level too. I felt like that was her spirit saying, stop, we're on the wrong track. This is not where we need to go. And so we, you know, my husband and I were like, we, we just, we surrendered. It's not like we gave up, but we surrendered control like this. We don't know what to do. And I, I have this spiritual knowing and connection that there's a bigger picture here and that Ruby is going to be fine. And this is her path. I don't understand it. I don't know why a child has to suffer like this, but it's all for a reason. And I told her all of this and you're, you need to honor your body. And if your body is telling you that no. you can't take these supplements, then your body is telling you not to do that. And yeah. so you need to honor that. And I need to honor that. And so I said, I'm just going to trust that you your spirit and your soul knows how to heal and you are going to direct us on where to go yeah. from here. Yeah. And she took control. And so she's had accelerated healing in the last two years. Unbelievable. She started exercising. By herself. Mm -hmm. Oh, by That's herself. She started cooking. She started getting into nutrition. She started, um, she started, I, I really think exercise 
helped her a lot. I mean, she's done some meditation. She's played around with the spiritual part. She's gotten into crystals. Um, she is interested in pranic healing and I've done some pranic healing on her. Um, but she's directing it and she's healed herself. She's mm -hmm. in an amazing place right now. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And, and I, as a mom had to let go of the control mm -hmm. and let go of the problem solving and the fixing because I was trying to force it and direct it. And that's not what she, her soul was calling for. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. What a beautiful story. And you know, what came to me is I was reading somewhere recently that, you know, often the mother's healing, um, tremendously help the growth yeah. and healing, like in direct way, you don't have to do anything with your kids, but when you are obviously like when you are better, when you are more aligned, when you are, you know, um, really in peace spiritually and physically and start aligning yourself, your kids automatically. And I see it on my kids, like definitely. And I don't do anything special on them, but I just see the change because I, am operating on a different level and on, on different energy and they automatically pick it up. So I think it's oh. such an awesome, amazing story and such an important thing. But one thing popped to me, Tracy, um, so what you, uh, you mentioned that you started this spiritual journey. So one, I, and I know that's different for, you know, for everybody else, everybody out there it can be different, right? Mm -hmm. But what does it mean? What does it mean for you? What what did it meant for you to really connect to your spirit? You know, I similarly like you, I come from, you know, uh, Catholic background. Uh, I always felt like I went to church and I was a bad person. And there was just like there's so many rules I have to follow. And it just constantly made me feel guilty. Like I, you know, and I didn't understand it because on the other side, I always thought of God as somebody who loves me so much and it's such a good such a good person person right and I was like so why I go there and I feel awful but digressing here what what did it mean for you to start the spiritual journey and like one how somebody can start it for their own right like if they just are looking into it and, and thinking okay I want to be more spiritual not in the religion per se context and nothing bad with religion nothing you know right, absolutely, i personally yeah. have nothing against it if it helps you live a better life that's amazing yeah uh, and be a better person but and be spiritual but yeah. how did it look for you if you if you can share well i you know yoga was my entry point and i had been, by this point i'd been doing yoga for over 20 years um and i was at a yoga class in this um shop in Indianapolis where I live and they had um the shop side of you know they had yoga on this side and then the shop side was yeah. crystals there and they had cards and I a friend of mine had told me she was working with these angel oracle cards yeah and so I was thinking I would get those and I just went into the shop and so I connected with a deck it was a goddess deck by Doreen Virtue and um I really felt drawn to this deck and so I worked with this deck for many years. So I would say yoga and meditation um, mm -hmm. where I started. And then that led me to this Oracle deck. And I just, I connected with it on so many levels. Like when I was at my lowest or when I needed inspiration or when uh -huh. I didn't know where to go, I would go to this deck and I would, I would set that intention. Like, I don't know what to do next, or I'm, I need help today. And the card I would draw would always be 100% accurate. It would be like 
um, God or spirit or whatever you want to call it. These goddesses were directly talking to me. Like they were in the room and I asked them a question and they were answering me, my, my question directly through this card. So that blew me away. And I would say that's how I first started. I, um, I got a morning practice and I actually did this before I left, um, corporate America. Um, I knew I needed time for myself because yeah. other young kids who are sick, you know, and you're working full time. It's insane. Um, and so I, I was at a seminar, a wellness seminar, um, through work and the speaker encouraged us to set aside a daily practice just for ourselves. And I was kind of bitter and angry at that point. And I was like, I do not have time for that. And then as <laughs> she heard me say it in my head, she was like, any amount of time that you have, like just set a time, how much time do you think you have? And so I gave this smart ass, um, the smart ass comment, like, well, I have 12 minutes. I think I can start. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally set my alarm in the morning for 12 minutes earlier and I woke up before anybody got up and I went outside, um, when the weather allowed and I just did, um, let's say I did breathing. I did a short breath work. I think I had, you know, that for two or three minutes I did breathing and I did like a five minute automatic writing. I've always been a journaler since high school. Um, and yeah. so I just did a, I journaled for a certain amount of time, breath work. Um, I did a simple movement. I just did four minutes of stretching. And then the remaining time, I forget what my math is now, but the remaining time, which was like four minutes, I just scanned the environment. Mm -hmm. And like, I would see a bird or a tree would catch my eye. And then later in the day, I would look up, you know, what that bird represented, or I would just notice things that were happening, or, um, you know, I would see these squirrels were getting my attention and they yeah. were doing something. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like the, clearly the squirrels are trying to get my attention. So I would look up the spiritual meaning of squirrels. So I think though, that was the basics that I had in play for where I started. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just, you know, started meeting new people and talking to people about esoteric sciences and I studying some Buddhism and, you know, I expanded my meditation, went to different meditation groups. I, a friend of mine told me about an energy worker she worked with, and then it just unfolded from there in lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing because, you know, I think what's coming up and what you are saying basically is Sometimes I think we think about spiritual spirituality and being spiritual, this woo-woo practice and, and, you know, doing some weird stuff, ritual. And, you know, for me personally, really spirituality and, you know, will bring back God here because spirituality is really going inwards and connecting yeah. with the spirit you have inside, right? With your voice inside and, yeah. uh, you know, and I believe we all have a God inside. So you really go inside to connect with this part of God in you, right? This, yes. this spirit and this voice. And, and it is about like going by yourself to do a breath work and connect with this body, yeah. right? Or like noticing yes. being mindful, being present in the moment. And then continuing this practice because you notice something. So you want to look it up and see what, what is the communication there, right? Because you're, spirit, yes. you notice something and then you start communicating. So I feel like we, it's just such a beautiful and simple. It, it's not simple yeah. because of the distractions of our world right now. So it's difficult to connect to yourself, but overall it's very simple. 
goes really inward, inward practice. Uh, and those yeah. other modalities you mentioned just help accelerate it and go deeper and deeper and deeper. Because for example, like when we do energy work, when I do pranic healing with you, it always, you know, like removes these blockages that I can connect deeper. I can call, uh, you know, um, more smoothly connect with my spirit. So I think that's where those modalities come come in. But I love that yeah. how simple it is. You know, it's yes. not a woo-woo. It's not a weird ritual. It's yeah. just, and even the cards, like you mentioned, you were drawn to, that's communicating with your inside, with your inner voice, right? Like you ask the question, you pull the card and there's nothing weird about it. You know, I think we still have this like, which story? Yes. Uh, uh, sorry, my my sun is really shining at me as usual. Well, you look, yeah, you're onto something. The light, you're all of a sudden the light has shined on you. Like, oh, oh yeah, I know. You're in the zone, you're channeling this beautiful message. I 1000% agree. It is, and I, um, sometimes I get to, you know, distract, you can even get distracted in spiritual practices. I mean, there's different spiritual practices you can do. And sometimes I get distracted and I'm like, let's just come back to the basics. Like what, how do I connect with myself? And that really is how I work with people in my practice, no matter what we're doing, I do coaching, I do pranic healing, um, and I do Celtic wheel. And it's all to connect with our inner self, our highest self, which I believe is also God and connected to nature and the universe. And you're, you just have to do a simple practice to quiet yourself so that you can receive the messages, like you said, so that I can notice the bird who's trying to bring me a message, which yeah, is always exactly. if catch my attention, but you just have to have a simple prep. One other thing I wanted to mention in that practice was to just, I wanted to create, you know, I took this time in the morning, this 12 minutes, but I also wanted to create and I'm into environments and creating a beautiful environment. I like home decorating and I like clothes and I, I like to create a space. And so, and I didn't have, in that house at that time, I didn't have a space that was my own. Mm-hmm. I just had a little box and I put a few things in there that helped me to feel connected. Like I put, um, I put a little something that reminded me of some of my ancestors, like a, a candle holder that my grandpa made and this um, flashy pin that my Nana wore and grandma had a beautiful rose garden. And so I had a dried rose. So I would put just a few things in there that reminded me of my connection with my ancestors. And then I would light a candle and that, that just signaled to me that this is my sacred space. And this is my sacred time. You know, when I, when I pull these things out of my box and, you know, there were like, I don't know, five things me 30 seconds to pull these things out of my box but I would take my box outside or I take my box to the living room or wherever I was going I would take my box of sacred things and um and I was in there too and I when I lit the candle that that just signified it was a very simple ceremony but it signified this is a this is a sacred ceremonial space and time it's only 12 minutes (laughs) but this is an important sacred time where I'm connecting with myself and with my higher soul and with God, the universe, what, whatever term, the divine, whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah, I think, you know, whatever works for. Yes. 
you, right? But I love this idea. There is something in it that you need to signal. It's kind of like you change to work out in the outfit mm -hmm. that you were going to work mm -hmm. out now, right? You signal, okay, now we're going to work out, right? You set the table to eat. Yes. Uh, are kind of like this mini rituals uh, that um, just help you get into what you're doing next. So, and especially with the spirituality, I think, and being spiritual, it's it's even more important to kind of set yourself from all the distraction and be like, okay, we are in this moment now. Yes. Okay. So corporate world, yeah. you know, your interest uh, for a long time, um, you kind of uh, started being more spiritual. So how the um, city cricket uh, healing came about and how did you start practicing pranic healing? Mm. Um, <clears throat> okay. Let's go there. And then we talk, okay. can talk about what pranic healing is. Okay, great. Don't mind. So in 2020, um, you know, when the world crazy and I was, I was not working in the corporate world, but had I been working in the corporate world, corporate world, um, I worked in, well, one of the aspects that I worked in was mental health. So I was thinking I would have, and I'm, I'm crane, I'm trained for, um, crisis debriefing and, um, manage like being on a team to manage a crisis. So I was on uh -huh. this hospital, um, I was on this team and some other organizations that I work with. So, you know, after a bank robbery, we had a bank client after a bank robbery, I would go and meet with the employees. And after, um, you know, a, the death of a um, baby in a hospital, I would go meet with a team. Um, you know, if a, a group and one of my clients um, lost an employee tragically in a car accident, I would go meet with them. So I was trained in crisis management and I liked that. I felt like I was good at it. I liked it. That's how I contributed in a crisis. So here was this crisis, this pandemic, and people needed help and support. Yeah. And I was just at home <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted to help and support people. So that is really when I started City Cricket was what can I do to help and support? I'm not in the corporate structure anymore. I'm not going to be on that unit, I'm not going to be talking to the ER nurses, but like I used to, but this is how I can help. And so I started City Cricket. I started with workshops. I started one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had done one-on-one -on -one coaching in the corporate world. Um, and then I offered um, workshops on spirituality and connection. Um, I had been offering retreats um, around the Celtic wheel, which is a way to, it's, it's a, a beautiful framework to connect with nature and to connect with um, the spirit world, mm -hmm. and which connects you to yourself. And so that we see that we're all one. So I, um, I did those, I moved those retreats to Zoom because I had been doing those retreats for a few years um, just in person, but I moved those to Zoom. And that's really what got me going in with City Cricket um, and offering support for women specifically. I do work with a few men, um, mostly women. And then Pranic Healing, that led me to get involved with a local group of um, local group of, I would say they're healing providers, all sorts of different healing. I mean, there's a therapist in that group. There's a Chinese medicine doctor in that group. Um, there's a hypnotherapist. Um, there's a yoga instructor. Um, there's a life coach and there's a pranic healer. Mm -hmm. And I was in the, from the very first meeting, I was drawn to her for some unknown reason that I could not tell you why I was drawn to her, but I was like, that person is really interesting. And 
And so I ended up asking her about chronic healing. She introduced me to it. Um, that's kind of a longer story that we may not want to get into today, but, um, yeah, she entered, I had been here. Let, let me back up just a smidge. Um, I had been getting messages in various ways that I had a healing gift that would come through my hands. Mm -hmm. And I, I had done a channeled writing where that came through. And then I just kept seeing it places. I was, you know, I open a book and it would be talking about healing through your hands, or I would turn on a podcast. You have this healer who, you know, heals with their hands in some way. It was just everywhere. And so I was thinking it would be Reiki because I'd heard about Reiki and I'd done Reiki yeah. a couple of times before. And the Reiki healer that, um, I had worked with was doing a training. She was doing a training, train the trainer. And I was like, okay, this is it. It's well, I had been thinking about it for a while. There's a gift coming through, you know, please bring it to me. I was at, I had this intention. And then my Reiki healer sent out this email that she was offering a training. I was like, this is it. Awesome. And when I reached out, the training was full and I couldn't go. And I was so I was so sad because I thought, oh, everything's aligned. I was asking for it and here it is and everything was aligning. And then this wasn't it. And I was sad. I was, you know, questioning myself. I was doubting my messages that I misinterpreted something. And the very next day I had a meeting with Paula, um, Paula Lord, my local pranic healing mentor. We were doing a seminar together. Um, this group that I worked with, um, the Conscious Community Collaborative offered um, seminars and we were collaborating on one. Yeah. And so when we met to talk about what we were going to say, we got into chronic healing and I instantly knew, oh, this is it. That's why the Reiki session was closed. I really resonated when she started talking about the details of chronic healing. I re it really resonated with me in so many ways. And then I knew, okay, it's chronic healing. That's, that's, that's amazing. Good. It's like, oh my God, it was just something that I was talking on in different podcasts about. Like when, when one door closes, the other opens and every rejection in our life, it's really protection and redirection to something that is more, you know, it doesn't feel good because we like to have it our own way and our yeah. way we think, but it's all, um, it's all a greater plan. So that's an amazing story. So what is, can you tell us about pranic healing? Cause that's how I found it. I literally had the same reaction, which is funny, Tracy. I have the same reaction to you. Like I saw you on Jessica Gill um, Instagram yeah. and I just had chills and I was like, oh, what is pranic healing? What, who is this? And I started reading about it. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds so interesting. And, uh, and, you know, I learned that whenever I have this, like, you know, uh, reaction of excitement and joy. Like I need to follow it. Yeah. And literally we met and we had session together and it was so incredible. It really was incredible for me. Like the, the, uh, unblocking and the ease I felt, you know, I was still at the corporate world. Then I was so stressed. I was so not aligned. I was so drained, depleted of all the good energy and I literally, after one session, I'm getting so many chills right now. I um, felt like back to me before I started this corporate journey back again. And I was like, I haven't been there in months. I couldn't get myself there because of continuous, you know, being in the stress environment and, and toxic environment, et cetera. Just environment, not for me. And uh, so what is pranic healing? If you can just uh, tell mm -hmm. us uh -huh. and how it works. 
Yeah. Um, before I tell you that, I remember at the end of your session, it was it was so powerful for me because my mission in everything that I offer is to bring people back to themselves and to bring people back to their center and their truth. And you said at the end of that session, I remember it. You said, I feel like myself again. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm getting chills right now saying it. You like, that's, that's why I'm doing this. That's why I do everything I do so that people can feel that, like people can feel the truth and get rid. There are lots of different ways and lots of different paths to clear out the junk so that you can see and feel the truth again. Mm -hmm. um, and pranic healing is a couple of things I love about it is that it's um, you receive pranic healing. And so there's nothing, so many things on our um, health and growth path, you have to effort, like you have to put in the work, you have to do the work, you have to do the thinking, you have to do the investigating. Oh, that's wonderful. And there's nothing wrong with that. But pranic healing, you just receive, like you can just relax and receive the healing and that was something that was new to me like you mean I don't have to do anything like this is not an effort I just received this and that's what felt delicious to me and a lot of the people a lot of the um women that are drawn to me are seekers and they're doers and they make things happen in their lives. I'm like that too. And so we're used to going and doing and doing the work. Um, but this is just a beautiful way to receive. And so I love that. And, and you just, you simply receive it. And then all of the gunk is cleared and you feel the truth of yourself. So I, I love the power in that and the feminine aspect of that, of receiving. So pranic healing. Um, it's an energy medicine. <clears throat> um, it was developed by Master Choa Koksui, who was a Filipino um, businessman and engineer and um, started off being a Southern Baptist. So he grew up as a Southern Baptist. So I thought that was just a very interesting mix in a person. <laughs> yes. And I was interested. I was immediately interested in that mix. Um, and he, he studied various esoteric sciences his whole life. Um, pretty early, he was a spiritual kid and interested in lots of different um, healing modalities and studied them and studied with lots of different gurus. Um, he, the basic, before I get more into his story, the basics are that our body, the basic beliefs of pranic healing is that our body knows how to heal and our body knows how to operate. It's it's a beautifully intelligent machine, but there are um, there are things that get in the way of that, and there are energies that we create, and some of them we create, and some of them we don't. And so we have an energetic body. Um, everything is energy, right? Let's go back um, a few steps yeah. before that. So we we know scientifically that we can measure the energetic frequency of anything. There are tools right now that we can do that. We can All measure the energy. Yep. Yes, everything's energy, everything. and we can measure it. So that's science. Uh, that's not a mystery. So it's so, not a wool. <laughs> no, that's not what. No, that's science. So, um, and I have a scientific mind, so I also love the science part of chronic healing. And so 
you also, because you're a human, you know what it's like to walk into a room and feel, ooh, you could cut that tension with a knife or you just walk into a place and you can feel the energy of a place sometimes, or you can meet with someone, you probably have someone in your life that you connect with and so uplifting and you just feel their energy and it gives you energy. So we know what that feels like. We know, even though we can't see it, we know what energy feels like. So those energies, good and bad, get into our body and into our, um, our energetic body. And then our thoughts are also things. Our thoughts are energies and whatever thoughts we continually think become things and they affect us. This was a lot, this was the mindset work that I've done forever for 30 some years. And it also is applicable to pranic healing because whatever we believe, we think that over and over, and then that makes us feel a certain way. And then that determines our actions. And so we feel the energy of thoughts that we think we can feel that energy in our body. So yeah. all of these energies can block, create blockages in our body, and that can lead to illness. Now, if we have, if our energy is clean and we get rid of all of those blocks, then our body can function optimally and we can have physical health. Mm-hmm. So illness is really an energetic blockage and a pranic healer learns ways to clear those energetic blockages. Mm-hmm. So Master Choa knew this um, from his studies and he opened a clinic in the Philippines to be able to scientifically test and validate different energy healings, different types of energy healings, how mm-hmm. those worked, how they didn't work. Um, and he validated those. He had scientists, he had nurses, he had doctors, he did tests, he tested blood pressures, he tested blood sugar, lots of different tests to validate and prove these different healing techniques. And so from all of that research, uh, it's pranic healing is very outcomes based. Yeah. Um, so from all of that research, he came up with different um, processes and procedures for healing a person. Mm -hmm. And because he was an engineer and a scientist, they are very, he's very procedural. Yeah, it's so so interesting when you look at his book, because by the way, because of working with you, I also started reading about pranic healing and I did um, the training for uh, on the initial level for now. But even if you look at his book, it's it's like I opened it and I was like, yes, this is definitely written by engineer because everything's <laughs> like one, one A, one B, one C, and then like everything is just so organized. And this protocol, just to explain to everybody, you, you basically use hands to uh, to clean eleven chakras, uh, and protocols are sequences of how you clean those chakras, uh, and and those protocols are different. For example, for different. Um, uh, diseases right or different um, emotional uh, states too I mean it works on the physical level and the emotional level and I just want to highlight which is very important that pranic healing does not work or you know um, exclude western medicine it it's meant to it honors western medicine it's just meant to be kind of additional help uh, to it right it's it's uh, it's very designed that way right that it's not uh, kind of uh, disowned the the western medicine yeah that's right it is designed to be a complementary medicine in fact my um teacher who taught me three or four of the classes that i've taken is a doctor 
And mm-hmm. one of the things he said in the beginning was, you know, if you have a broken arm, you should go to the emergency room. Yes. <laughs> you shouldn't just try to chronicle it. He's like, there is a protocol for broken bones and you can do that too on the way to the emergency room. And once you get there, so it's- And while you're healing, while you are healing, you can help you can help that to, you yes. know, uh, move this energy back to the channels and the meridians that it's supposed to be after being broken, right? But yes. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's also no, no touch, which I love. Like it's no touch, and you can do it anywhere. Like yes, I, we live in different states. Yeah, and so I do all of my healing over Zoom, and I meet with people all over the world because energy travels. Like you and I can be talking right now. We're in different states, but I can feel your emotions when you're yeah, talking. Yeah, exchanging energy. Yeah, exactly. So it yeah. works through Zoom, which is amazing. I know it, it definitely works. And just one thing I want to summarize uh, for everybody, how it feels is like, I think I also told you that after one of our session that it feels like you are going to energetic chiropractor. So basically, you know, you have this energy and you have this discomforts. And uh, as you remember, I had my arm that was like, I went to every possible doctor, Western doctor, and nobody's seen anything in there, right? Like no picture, no mammogram, nothing was showing anything in this arm, in this area. And then why I was, you know, through pranic healing now, I'm like almost like 95% back there, you know? Um, so it's really like this, like energy chiropractor, you just feel like after the session, you just like chiropractor aligns your bone and you use like you hear this, you hear this crack in your back that it's like, oh, that feels so good or in your neck, that almost how it feels in your energy when you do pranic healing. And when I do it with you, it, it just like feels exactly that way that, you know, all this like um, energy channels that are um somewhere disorganized or blocked they all come together and 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 flow as they should be yeah yeah i had my very first paying client um ha- she came to me with um she was having kidney problems and she had been to all sorts of western doctors yeah and been going on for months and had done all sorts of treatments. Um, They couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. Like none of the tests showed that there was anything wrong with her, but it was so intense. She was having kidney infections and urinary tract infections. Her blood pressure was increasing. She couldn't sleep lying down because she had so much pain in her kidneys. She hadn't been able to lie down for months. And she said, I feel like it's energetic. Like there's nothing physical that they can find. And it's a mystery to all of these doctors. So I want to try energy. And we, we did three sessions after, and I followed um, kidney protocols um, in our pranic healing books. And after three sessions, all of, well, after the first session, she was able to sleep lying down that night. And then after three sessions, all of her symptoms were gone. And we've continued to work together. It's been almost a year since we've been working together because after the third session, she said, well, all my symptoms are gone. My blood pressure is now normal and she hasn't had any infections or any signs of any of those in almost a year that we've been working together. But she said, I feel like now after the third session, we're at a different level. Like we cleared out whatever that was. And now we're getting into the emotional stuff and she's a professional artist and she'll, um, she doesn't always tell me this, but sometimes she'll come to the session with an intention. Um, 
and she she won't even tell me what it is and I don't need to know but one of her intentions one time was she's having a block she was having a creative block on this painting she was working on and so she came in and silently said to herself you know please help me clear this block and so I'm just doing the protocol and I don't remember what protocol we were doing that day because she wasn't having any physical issues I was just doing a simple yeah. thing because you don't have to have a problem like you can, you yeah. can, like we wash our hands and we take a shower. It's energetic cleaning. Um, it's energetic hygiene. So that's what she's coming to me for now. And in that session, her creative block was eliminated. She said, oh my gosh, it's green. It, this is a longer story probably for another day, but she was like, oh, green, because I got a message to use green in my cleaning. And I thought it was weird. And I told her that, and she's like, oh, that message was for me. I need to put green in that painting. That was it. So what, a, and, and then she was telling me the blocks that she had on that painting were her communication. With, it was a commissioned painting and the communication between her and the person that commissioned her, there was some tension there. And so that communication had created some blocks and had created some energetic gunk in her body that was not allowing her process to flow as it normally does. And so chronic healing cleared all of that and her creativity was able to flow and the block went away. So it's so practical on so many different levels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I love what you said about that. Um, you know, we often go for to for help when we have a problem. Um, and, and I think, you know, energy healing and also checking, like, for example, I, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac uh, side, but, uh, you know, I, I truly believe in this idea of proactively looking at like, just like you exercise, right? Like you proactively take care of your body. You should go to the doctor, proactively check your blood and check your body every year just like you go to the dentist you check your uh, every year and clean and and your teeth uh, I feel like the same way obviously mm -hmm. when you have a specific block and specific or, or any specific blockages or something you work through a disease or uh, whatever that's definitely helpful but even this proactive um, uh, idea of going proactively and and adjusting this energy and cleaning it um, it's just so important because, you know, the, that will even better your life as it is. Right. And, and yes. we don't think, uh, about that, that, um, that, that, that is also so important. It is. I had another client who said, I feel like at this point I work with her consistently. I feel like at this point I'm, my baseline is elevated. That's, like, that's us now. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is where we are now. Like, I feel like I'm like, okay, I, left my corporate like all the toxicity is gone we did a session after that I also do a little bit on myself now since I learned how to do it and it's I do it on my kids and you know even looking at me I just started and I had this client I was doing pranic healing on this woman and I was not aware how powerful it is but um she um, I don't know why I felt like a lot of congestion in her area, chest area, and then the heart, uh, uh, her heart uh, chakra. And I just, you know, the, there is the, the, the protocol, how many times you should clean it normally, but I just felt I need to go and go and go and clean and clean. And she started crying so like 
you know, I, I, I didn't react it because thank God I, I did some training on, uh, uh, you know, on, uh, on different healing modalities. So I didn't want to, um, uh, get involved in that, but her reaction and her, um, experience of it was like, for me, even like, I knew that it works because it works for me and on me, yeah. but I just was the first time I was like, oh, wow. And she was just telling me that she just felt, and I felt like I had to like scribe the world from her chest, you know, that she was just carrying this heaviness of the, almost all the world on her. And she just yeah. like, exactly. That's what she said after the session. She's like, you know, I felt like I was carrying just so much heaviness of this world on me, my world, my family world. And it just like, was so weird to like release it and like have it taken and clean there. And I was like, oh, wow, this is just really, really powerful. Uh, it is. I feel like, uh, in, I feel like in every session, I'm somehow surprised. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It still surprises and delights me every single time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. It is. Um, okay, so tell us just really quickly, because um, we probably could chat forever, but yeah, we could. why the uh, City Cricket? I think I like this little story of the name of your um, uh, of your healing uh, oh. company. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has so many meanings on so many, so many different levels. My husband initially came up with it because I energetically, I love the city. I just love the energy of cities. And I also love, I'm from the country and I'm also so connected with nature. And, um, I'm, I'm interested in, when I was thinking about a name for my company, I, I'm interested in dichotomies. I'm interested in two words, just from a branding perspective, two words that don't seemingly go together. Uh -huh. And I, I think that's just interesting in the world when that happens. I think it's interesting in people when that happens. I think it's interesting in words. So I knew that I wanted two words that it was an odd fit for them to go together. And so that he came up with that. And then Mary Oliver is my favorite poet. And I, um, I read her, I've gotten into reading her again every morning. When I first started my 12 minutes, I would read a Mary Oliver poem every morning. That was part of my first um, spiritual yeah. awakening practice. And she has this beautiful poem where she said, where she says, um, crickets sing, have you noticed with their whole bodies? And I, I really loved that um, analogy of how a cricket uses their whole body to sing and express. And that's what I do in my company. I think your whole body, your whole yeah. spirit, mind, and physical body. When I say body, I mean more than your spirit, more than your physical body, your whole spirit, mind, body. I want all of that working together so that you can sing and express at your highest level. Mm -hmm. And so those are a couple of ways that the cricket, you know, the cricket is also symbolic of hard work and, um, luck in that you've created something, you know, we call it luck, but I believe that you manifest so-called luck, um, through connecting yeah. with yourself and a higher being, um, and your higher mission. So that is what a cricket symbolizes as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so one couple more questions, of course, something pop up that I want to, <laughs> I want to ask you. Um, 
you know, I think lately I read somebody, I think one of my friends even uh, did this like lengthy post on one of the social channels. I feel like this is how we communicate. And, you know, living in, in United States, far from my uh, country, origin country, I think I love that because I, that's how I keep in touch. That's how I feel connected to a lot of people that are dear to me that I otherwise I couldn't even because of the yeah. uh, uh change in time uh time difference but uh they uh were talking about something about you know how much healers and healing modalities are popping up and becoming popular right now and yeah. how many different healers are there and uh and um you know especially on social media again i don't see i don't see anything bad about it. that's how we communicate in this world uh uh but what what is your take on it like why do you think it's happening like how do you see it mm -hmm. um <clears throat> well i think as i said earlier on my personal journey i think growth when you're only focused on the mind or growth when you're only focused on the body will take you so far yeah it's important but you come up to a limit when that's all you're focusing on and i think right now the world the world is evolving and humans are evolving you know when i look at my 23 year old and my 16 year old they're brilliant and they're thinking about things that i did not think about when i was 16. i mean yes. i was dumb and silly and i didn't i was i was shallow i wasn't thinking about anything to the <laughs> that they're thinking about things and i'm like you guys are different like your generation is different so i believe that humanity is evolving and you know, whether it's the children or, you know, I'm in my fifties, um, whatever age you are, I think people are looking for more. Like we've seen, we've seen how far you get with all the money. We've seen how far you get with all the mindset work. We've seen how far you get with all of the different body work. And now we're looking for something more. I also think scientifically, um, you know, the science is catching up to the energy healing. Also, we're able to measure things now we're able to, um, you know, I'm, reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza now, and he's talking about, um, we, we have instruments that can measure our, our, the frequency of our heart and different meditations that we do and how that can literally change our heart, the workings of our heart. And we have tools that can measure and prove that. And we have tools that can show when we're doing a heart opening meditation, that the space around us, like yeah. up to six feet, we can measure that that's the frequency of that space is different. So I think science is also catching up. And for those people, and I am one of that, I mean, I, I, I don't have to have science to believe something at all, but I yeah. love science and I yeah, love it. Kind of, it helps. It, yeah, it, it does help. It just it helps help. our logic mind to grasp it. Even yeah. More. It does. And your logical mind is important. So I think science is catching up with some of the um, energy world too. Yeah. 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 And I also think, you know, as you mentioned, like as a society, we evolve and we look into different mm -hmm. ways of uh, spirituality. And I feel that we are growing this, uh, old religion uh, religious yeah. paradigm and uh, looking in uh, something deeper something more personal something more where it's about us uh, internally and going inward uh, versus kind of like a collective religion and um, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, that is that is really interesting. And I also always think, I don't know what is your opinion, but you know, there is like over 8 billion of us on this world. And trust me, uh, we all have something to heal. Even looking yeah. at the quality of our life, the air, the food we eat, the amount of information is, we uh, is bombarding us energetically also every day. Like we need help with that. Like we yeah. need practices practitioners healers to go to to live this busy crazy life we've created and it's what is interesting also what you've mentioned what came to me when you were saying it that you know the the science progress the technology progress and that all kind of helps us go more inward you know in a spiritual way it's just so interesting another duality civic cricket like you know like the here the technology here you know the the science and our consciousness is now also growing and asking us to go inward yes, um, yes. So right now so that's really interesting um i love that you said that too yeah okay. i think the more the merrier um i uh so tell us just uh, uh uh as we are closing up what uh what is your offering like what how do you work with clients you have one-on-one -on -one coaching mm -hmm. uh pranic healing that we do together i love it's amazing mm -hmm. um what else yeah I know you have a program kind of like a three months program yeah. I'm going to yeah. all below so my coaching right now is um, in three month increments. So you buy a package of um, weekly coaching. We do coaching over Zoom and we meet weekly for three for an hour for three months. Um, I chose that because I, I want to go deep with people. Like I want, I call it my evolution package. I don't just want to meet with you a couple of times and, you know, talk about a few things that are coming up. I really want to help people evolve and get whatever it is that they want. Mm -hmm. So, um, I have like a lengthy intake process where we talk about really what, what do you want? And then we use all kinds of tools depending on what the person wants in that three months. I use pranic healing. So we'll do pranic healing sometimes. Um, I have a million tools. Sometimes we do heart math. Um, I have visioning exercises. Um, I have subconscious work that we do, breathing, meditations. Um, I was just working with someone before our call, um, who is called to get into, uh, well, I worked with her for three months and her goal was to be more connected. Um, to or the yeah, to herself, to a higher being, to other people, connection on every different level is what she wanted to work on. And so we got to the end of that three months and she felt like she had gotten what she came for and yeah. then she was being called to shadow work. Oh, okay. So, we're continuing and we're digging into shadow work. So, you know, and, and I have someone who um, is, was looking for a career change. I have someone who was looking at weight. I have someone who um, was looking at relationships. So it, whatever, um, you know, we, we enter a relationship and we use spirit, mind, and body. Yeah. <laughs> I have really different yeah. tools on each of the spirit, mind, and body that we use in that three month package. And then I also do one-on-one um, -on -one pranic healing over Zoom. So we can do, you don't have to buy a package for pranic healing. We can do um, one-off sessions. You know, if you're sick, you can come. Um, I have some people that do pranic healing just regularly. You know, we set yeah. up a 
regular, either weekly or every other week. Um, I have clients on both those rotations. And then some come to me whenever they have something that pops up. Um, occasionally I'll offer group programs. Um, I'm looking to offer, I used to offer regular Celtic wheel group programs for the eight different um, celebrations and festivals on the Celtic wheel. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm gonna start those back up. So end of summer, probably I'll start some group programs. Every woman that I work with says, I wish I had a group where I could connect with and talk to about these things and that, that, we, that we talk about in our one-on-one -on -one sessions. And that's really what I want these groups to be is women connecting at a deep level. You know, we don't do small talk. We, we're, we're here to connect to ourselves and connect to um, source at a deep level, but a group of women coming together with that intention is so powerful. Those oh groups gosh. have been so transformative, really. Um, I used to do um, month-long groups. You would, you would buy a month and we would meet weekly. So I'm going to bring the groups back. I took a little group break, but I'm bringing those groups back the end of the summer. Oh my God. There is um, such an amazing power in those groups. I oh have um, um, four to six women I meet with every two weeks and just tell me any other place that women intentionally consciously and purposely meet to talk about life money career without judgment without um, uh, you know uh any other agenda that to support yeah. each other and help. It's mm -hmm. one of the most experience, uh, most powerful experiences uh, I have right now. And there's just such an incredible power in us women and in, in, in those kind of uh, getting together. I'm just out of reading this book on our best behavior. Uh, but oh, Elise, Elise Lunen? Yes. Yes. And she is talking about it there. Like I recommend this book. I'm just like a bragger. When I when I see something, I'm getting obsessed and I'm like, I'm going to like put it on you. You have to do it because it just it was so profound to me. And I would feel guilty if I didn't tell you about it. Yeah. But she is talking there about it, that that's how women started. Women started in circles and I'm getting so many chills right now in uh, you know exchanging recipes in exchanging um uh, remedies uh in just being this nurturing life giving force in the community uh, you know initial thousands and thousands of years ago until the times changed and you know the era of patriarchy came in and you know kind of put us against each other made the remedies and women who took care of communities the witches and and did you know, all that story started. So it was just so, it's so beautiful. So I'm so glad you were bringing it back because um, there's just incredible power in those. And and I oh, yeah. highly recommend, you know, finding mm, the circle that will work for you because that's also interesting that not every circle will work for you and 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 finding that it's kind of like dating almost. It is, <laughs> yeah. A woman, um, uh, that um that work for you and then you feel safe and comfortable and and whatnot there's just so many um uh, other elements to it but but it's it's incredible practice i'm so glad you are mm -hmm. uh you are bringing it back and can't wait for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank right. you tracy for this conversation one last question on the end yeah. i always like to ask my guests um and i didn't mention it to you because it's kind of like a 
uh, I wanted to be like super uh, uh, organic, but is there is anything lately, any practice, any podcast, any book, any app, anything that um, is huge help to you or help you in your help you in your business or help you every day in your life or had an impact on you anything like that that's coming up um for you and you want to share that you know i was i always i'm a strong believer we learn from each other uh things like that so if there's anything that coming up wow. um, that is helpful impactful in your life right now that you are using again whatever yeah. it is yeah um, I would say the to be magnetic work, which I know you also do um, subconscious reprogramming that I've done that off and on for the last several years. And that's super powerful. I'm back on it again. Um, I kind of go in and out of it, but I've reconnected with that. So that work has been really powerful. Yeah. Oh, and you, I think Tracy froze for a second. Are you here? Oh, our beautiful technology. It was so amazing talking to Tracy today. I will link her website, her offerings below. Um, and uh, until the next time, love and light. <laughs>